Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Big night. Pittsburgh sports. You got Pitt. On the road at Clemson, 7 o'clock. You can listen to that game right here on the fan. And then you got the Penguins taking on the Canucks, 10 o'clock out in the West Coast. You going to watch a second of that, Doran? Nope. I'll have been asleep for two hours. We'll watch the replay in the morning. We always do. The, yep. the game will be on in the morning. We'll watch it on Sportsnet Pittsburgh. Joining us now to get into that, plus what the Steelers are up to at the NFL Combine, is our sports director, Jeff Hathorne. He's on the fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh Trusted Plumbing and HVAC Provider for over 50 years. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning. The old condensed game. It's a beaut. Uh, we, I mean, let me tell you something, Jeff. Those condensed games, I will watch 100 college football games over the offseason whenever I start to get Jones in for it. I love those. Oh yeah, it's 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 pretty amazing. But you're right, it is a big night for both. And hey, Pens could have three in a row. That would be uh, that would be something we haven't seen since November. Do you agree with me, Jeff, that even though they've won their last two games, that they're still not playing great hockey? It's more exciting, though. I'll give yes. you that. More goal scoring, um, and it's weird because they've given up goals, but not in the ways that they have at times this year. It's not like it's a bunch of odd man rushes. Um, they're just giving up opportunities and, you know, there's, there's not quite the defensive game. It's almost as if they've decided, okay, we're going to open it up a little bit. If that means we're going to give up a few more, that's okay. But, you know, we're just going to open it up a bit and at least they found a way to win. Um, this is a tough stretch. I mean, all four of those teams have playoff aspirations that they're facing. And obviously, uh, the last game of this Western swing in Edmonton is going to be quite a battle. Jeff, what grade do you give uh, Cal Dubas so far? Um, C. I mean, some of the things, you know, he walked into some of the long-term deals that were made. I think some of the contracts that were signed, everybody lauded that Carlson trade hadn't quite worked out. You can't give him an A for that like you would have after it, after it happened. Um, and, you know, some of the bottom line signing signings, there have been some injuries that are involved there, but it just it hasn't clicked yet. And again, while it's not all his fault, um, it wasn't quite the home run that you were hoping for in the, in the monster turnaround right away. 
One of the things we were kicking around earlier, Jeff, is that, of course, the Penguins take on Vancouver tonight, and Jim Rutherford is the president of hockey operations. If he would be the GM here in Pittsburgh, not now at the deadline, but do you think he would have done something earlier in the year? Because that's one of my critiques of Kyle Dubas, is he kind of sat oddly by while this team kind of circled the drain. I think that Rutherford at least would have made a trade just for trade's sake to try to shake things up. Yeah, and to be fair, I think that's, I mean, Trader Jim. I mean, he is he is the most aggressive GM maybe in all of sports. I mean, when he sees something, he's just going to, you know, I'm sure at times it's probably worked to his detriment, but he is aggressive. And when you're used to that type of aggression, yeah, when others don't do it. Um, but I, I, I don't know if he's necessarily a one-off, but he's unique. And he's one of the only GMs I've, I've ever talked to him like, Wait, really? You're like honest about this? <laughs> right. You're not afraid of like some other team hearing this? Uh, yeah, he. I mean, he he let the fans know exactly what they were thinking, and that's that's refreshing. But it's also um, it's not how most teams operate, and I think we're seeing that with the the GMs that have come after him. Jeff, if you had to bet your uh, house that Jake Gensel Ooh. would be or would not be traded at the deadline, what would what would you say? I'm going to say would not be. Whoa. I'm going to say would not be. I mean, the injury, you know, he's supposed to come back a couple of days after the deadline, so probably not. Uh, But I think their desire is to try to find a way to sign him, even though he wasn't mentioned as one of their core four and how they want to get younger and he's going to be 30 next season. um, I think they're going to try to find a way to sign him. And, you know, if they continue and they're playing decent hockey at the trade deadline, I think they want to ride this out, and I think Jake will be a part of it. Jeff Hathorn here joining us on the Fan Morning Show, which is brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. All right, switching gears to Pitt, a massive, massive game. They're 47th in the net. They're taking on Clemson on the road. They're 23rd, so this would be that quad one victory they're looking for, Jeff. Is it as simple for Pitt as you hit shots, you win, you miss threes, you lose? What do you need to see from them tonight if they're going to pull this one out? Well, hitting threes obviously would be huge. But they've got to play some better interior defense than they did the last time they, yeah. they played this team. I mean, they struggled down low. They gave up 40 rebounds. There's this dude, Ian Shifflin, who looks like a taller Kevin Gorman from the Trib. Uh, <laughs> he is. He's like he's like tall Gormy. Uh, and you'll notice, once you see that guy, you go, hey, wait, I know that face. Uh, he had 17 rebounds against the Panthers in the first matchup. Uh, that can't happen. Somebody's got to get a body on that guy. And, you know, P.J. Hall had 22 points, 11 rebounds. And, oh, yeah, that Syracuse dude, Gerard, had 25. Like, they've got to limit those guys a little bit more than they did. They're going to get their points, but they can't get it from second-chance opportunities. They've got to do a better job on the interior and also, uh, you know, grabbing some more rebounds. Obviously, hitting threes is going to be key for them in every game. And I think their defense has improved. If if they could play better on the inside, they've got a chance. I mean, Clemson's lost four games at home this year. This is not yeah. an infallible team. This is a team that can be beaten. But, man, this is one that would be huge for the resume for Pitt. Jeff, if the team does lose tonight, would this season be looked at as a failure uh, in some people's eyes? I don't think just because of all the, the, you know, the five different, the five guards that left, you brought in two freshman guards. Um, you're able to bounce back from the one and five start. Um, and 
you know, you don't know how the rest of the season would play out. You know, let's say you lose this one, you win out. If you're able to make it, say, to the ACC final or even maybe the quarterfinal, depending on what happens with a lot of other schools, maybe there's still some discussion. Um, I think look at it this way. I think if you at least get into a postseason tournament, even if it's not the NCAA, at least you kind of keep some momentum going. You're bringing in Brandon Cummings, but, you know, obviously you're going to go into next season without Blake Henson and, you know, a couple of shoes to fill. Jeff Hathorn with us here on the Fan Morning Show. Last thing here for you, Jeff. Uh, as the combine approaches, and I think players, what, take the field on Thursday, uh, if, you had to, if you had to place another bet, uh, you know, if you, if you make all that money on that Jake Gensel bet here, well, Jeff. I'm to be without a house, so now what am I betting? Well, okay, so now the car. Mm-hmm. What, would, would you, oh, what position would you bet your car on the Steelers would, would take with their first pick in the draft? Boy, center seems more and more likely, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, with Mason Cole gone, and obviously there's a guy that's been tracked to him by many people uh, from Oregon that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I think offensive line makes a hell of a lot of sense. I, I, I think this, and we did a story on this last year, tackles normally after the top 15 are a lot more of a crapshoot than other offensive line positions. Um but I would say I, I'm going to go into it saying center. Yeah, there are some other needs, but that seems to be a sweet spot for that position, you know, where it falls, where you can get elite talent uh, at that point in the draft where, without having to trade up. Um, I'm going to say center. Jeff, what's on the website, so who's buddy? Me up? Who's picking me up when I have no house or car? <laughs> I'll drive. You go to a lot of Uber. games. You got, a, you got a fun life, Uber. Jeff. I'll drive you around, buddy. <laughs> um, on the website, some interesting comments I'm, I'm sure you guys have discussed over the last couple of days, the court storming, what John Shire and, and some of the other ACC coaches said about it. And, you know, Shire's not mentioned any words about he doesn't think fans should ever be on, out on the court. And, uh, a preview of this Clemson game is up there tonight. And some, some cool stuff from the Pens game the other night is also up on the website. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate your time as always. Thanks, boys. Hey, Jeff. That's Jeff Hathorn, our sports director. I have, to, I have to take an educated guess here on a tweet that Austin Bechtel just sent out. So, Bechtel, did you send out a tweet, is this Penguin season a disappointment, and then realize you meant to type Pitt? No. I didn't mean to say Penguins, but I was going to do Pitt as well, just later on. So you really asked the question on Twitter, has this Penguin season been a disappointment? Well, I made it a poll, yes, no, or of course it's a failure. So I clicked on that, and it said this post was deleted. Yeah, because I forgot to put the poll in. Well, <laughs> Becky, I love you here, and you did a great final call, play-by-play, Baldwin winning a playoff game for the first time in 21 years at home. But, yeah, this Penguin season's a failure. Well, I think it's a failure, but I'm asking the people what they think. If he's ever, getting you right now. He's getting you. No, he's not. If a ever there's a poll that comes back 100%, is this Penguin? No, this Penguin season's been great. Oh, it's been so enjoyable. It's really been hey, they wonderful. Ha- they raised Yager's number to the Raptors. It's been fantastic. You could do that. They just did it in Chicago with Chris Chelios. They have 33 standings points. What are you talking about? Yes, it's been a failure. I think the question is, if Pitt doesn't make the tournament door, I think that's a really good question. Is it a failure? All right, we'll put that out there. Thank you. We'll get to that Thank coming you. up next. And we'll also, we have to spend some time on what Jeff said there about Gensel. He's willing to put his house on the line. He thinks Gensel's going to remain a penguin. We'll talk about those things coming up next. You can weigh in on Twitter, brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. You can also 
Get after us on the text line, 412-928-9370, brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Right now, it's a Beckty fan headline. Pitt tonight against Clemson at 7 o'clock. You can hear it right here on 93.7, the fan beginning at 6.30. Pens at 10 o'clock against the Vancouver Canucks. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 93.7thefan.com. 721, the time. Brought to you by Gina G and Petro of Remax Select Realty. Much to digest from Jeff Hathorne in the last segment, Thorin Dickerson. You said, would you bet your, if you had to bet your house, would you bet that the Penguins trade Gensel or don't trade Gensel? And he said, no, they're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. That's what I said yesterday, too. I don't think so either. I mean, they, what did what did Dubas say and what did the, did the team say? They want to, you know, honor and they deserve, I guess, what was the saying that he said? That they deserve to have this time to figure it out, mm-hmm. basically. And I think Gensel is a part of that. Well, he's not playing. But I still think he's a part of that. Part group. of their future. Yes. See, when he didn't mention him as one of the core four, if you will, that sort of made it sound to me like he wasn't going to be around. But there have been varying reports. You know, some who are tapped in say the Penguins are going to hold on to him. Some who are tapped in say the Penguins are definitely going to trade him. If you don't trade him, you have to sign him to a deal. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't want that to happen. I, I think it's bad business handing out what would probably be a six or longer year contract to a guy who's going to be north of 30 for the entirety of the deal when he's going to have to command you know, one-eighth of your cap space on one guy who's not Crosby, who's not Malkin, who's not Latang, who's not Carlson, that's way too much money tied up in five players. And I don't know how gracefully he's going to age. So I think you got to do it now. I think you got to make the move. And if they don't, I th- I'm going to heavily criticize them for that if they don't trade him and they were to sign him. Or worse yet, you don't trade. The worst-case scenario is you they don't trade him walk. and you're trying to get something done, trying to get something, trying to get something done, and he wants to go elsewhere. And then you wound up getting nothing for him. You would get the cap space, which does matter. But, boy, that would be a rough look. I still, and I trust Jeff, and he's tapped in. I, I would be surprised if they, if they don't move him. To accrue assets, to have that cap space. If you want to rebuild on the fly, you can't tie that much up in a non-core four player. Like, if you could find a taker for Carlson, if you could find a taker for Raquel, like, if you could get contracts off the books it would be more palatable to keep Jake Gensel mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. But those are tough guys to trade. With the cap hit associated with Carlson, with his lack of success on the power play this year, and then Raquel, you would be selling at an absolute low point. I don't know if anybody would be interested in him. 412-928-9370. You asked Jeff a really good question that I want to dive into. Pitt tonight against Clemson. They're a seven and a half point dog. I'm looking at Bracketville.com, one of my favorites. He's got Pitt in their next four out. Joe Lenardi has Pitt in the next, next four out. Mike DeCourcy has Pitt in the first four out. So nobody has Pitt in the field right now. If Pitt doesn't make it, do you consider the season a failure? I don't, but it's flirting with the line. I don't because they showed a lot this year. They're a young team. Um, it would be a shame that this year would end with no tournament uh, appearance with with Blake Henson being a senior, being mm-hmm. gone after next year, and not utilizing and getting the most out of his play. 
um, that would be a disappointment. But as a whole, I think that they found a lot of di- lot of small things that could, you know, hopefully amount to something bigger as the time goes on. Now we, I mean, obviously college sports are different now, and you know you're gonna have to come up with some money for some of these guys. It just is what it is. But you know, above Carrington bringing eyes to the program, you know, as being an NBA prospect and, and you know, Jalen Lowe uh, being a young freshman, there are some things that did go well this year. So I couldn't say it's an ultimate failure if they don't make the tournament, but it'd be a failure, I think, to not get the most out of Blake Henson's career to end it. That's well said. I'm sure he would look at it as a failure. I'm sure Jeff Capel would look at it as a failure. 75% of people voting on my Twitter poll I put up say that it would be a failure if they don't make the tournament. But I'm going to disagree. This season shows that they can have some staying power with Jeff Capel. Last year, he's the coach of the year in the ACC. They get to the tournament. They win two games. And you're thinking, okay, see if you can do it again. He's shown me he can win again. Mm -hmm. And he can win now consistently. This will be year two of winning a lot of basketball games after, dude, six straight years of losing. Yeah. In an era where losing begets losing. They were terrible two years ago. Terrible. One of the worst teams in Power 5. They make the tournament, and then this year they're flirting with it at the bubble. Even if they don't make it, no. It shows that Jeff Capel has this thing now steady. The only way I see this season as a failure is if Bub Carrington leaves after the year. If Jalen Lowe leaves after the year. If you can keep these guys here next year, if you have to do the stiff arm and you keep out the NIL sniffers, the Kentuckys, the Kansases, whomever of the world, the Auburns, because they like to get their their feet wet, their, their beak wet there. If you can keep these teams at arm's distance and you can retain those two players. Definitely not a failure. Though. It's not a failure because you've shown that you've got staying power and you've kept the future bright for next year it's definitely stable and I think that this is that's what Pitt Athletics was looking for it's stable now it's time to take the next jump now it's very close from last year to this year and they made the tournament very close last year they made it maybe this year they don't but it's really you know it's right on the line so I can't look at it as a failure and especially in your scenario where if they can retain the two guards and figure out a way to bring them back next year you're going to have a pretty decent team yeah pretty decent team and that it'd be hard not to that's a positive with how he's he's done in the transfer portal. I mean, last year was a rousing transfer portal success. Pitt's got four games left. So let's say, okay, if they don't make the, the tournament in this hypothetical, right? You'd have let's say you lose to Clemson tonight, which means you're nine and eight in the ACC. You're eighteen and ten. Let's say you finish twenty one and ten, but don't make the NCAA tournament. But you retain those two guys. I have a hard time saying that's a failure. Right. When you won a bunch of games last year, you win a ton of games this year. You'd be top five, top six in the ACC. The word you used is the right one, stability. Like You had to right the ship, prove that you could continue to do it, and then that success should hopefully, for Pitt's, from Pitt's standpoint, beget other success. I, I know that last season was tantalizing because you felt what it was like to get back mm-hmm. and you felt what it was like to win. Mm-hmm. And you think about Blake Hinson making the tournament and – even though they'd be one of the final teams in the field, you could absolutely envision him going off yeah, and being a player of the region kind of guy. I mean, if he goes off, they could string some wins together. No question about that. Guard play so important, obviously, in the NCAA tournament. You'd waste it for him. 
but I'd find a. I I think it's a hard sell to say that it's it's a failure. And I I, I can see Jeff Capel doing what he does, and this is why Jeff Capel has staying power. You can't tell me that people weren't contacting Blake Henson to leave last year. He chose to come back. Now, now, I mean, you look at the situation, it is what it is. You got the two guards you got to worry about. But Blake Henson came back for a reason. And whether it was money, obviously money had to do with it, but there was another reason why he came back, and I think that that was Jeff Capel. If he can do that again and to, with these guards, I think that it's definitely a positive. Well, and the thing about Capel that we heard whenever he got the job was that he's going to be an elite recruiter, and we're now seeing that. Like it, t- it takes time when you're coming from the Stallings era to bear fruit. This year wouldn't be a great year. Like, we can parse it even further. It wouldn't be a great year if you don't make the tournament. But it shows that they've got staying power. And I would think if they can keep those two guards next year, mm. next year would then be if you don't make the tournament, then it's right. absolutely a failure. You're already stable. You have a foundation. Now it's time to add. Yeah, you lost so much. I know yeah. you got Blake, but you lost a ton. Like Nike Sabandi taking it to the rack all the time. Would that open up to the, uh, to the, other sh- to the shooters that they have? Like You lost a lot. You're younger this year. Hinson is that old horse for you, that old war horse. But the other guys needed to take time to get ready. Next year, they should be your best players. Uh-huh. And so you need to win. You need to make the tournament next year. But this year, no, not a failure. You can weigh in, 412-928-9370. But up next, are you smarter than a plumber? It's quickly become one of our favorite segments of the week with Southside Jake. But first, it's an Austin Bechtold fan headline. Pitt and Clemson tonight, big matchup in the ACC. Both teams are currently tied for fifth place in the conference. Panthers were able to shake off a loss to Wake Forest with a 79-64 win against Virginia Tech on Saturday. Clemson has won its last two games in a row. Both teams at 9-7 and seven overall behind Wake Forest, Virginia, Duke, and North Carolina in the ACC. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 93.7thefan.com. And now here's Doran. Trust is a key component of my life. And let me tell you about somebody that I'd absolutely trust to sell my home, and that's Gina Petro. You'll have a five-star experience when you sell your home with Gina. The agent you choose to sell your home can make a huge difference. Ask Peggy. She just successfully sold her house in Castle Shannon with Gina, but things didn't go well before calling Gina. She had worked with two agents before Gina. Her home was on the market for two and a half years. No buyers. It left her paying two mortgages. Gina's marketing strategy made a huge difference and got the ultimate job done. Gina will sit down with you. You agree on a price. You agree on a deadline. If the deadline passes and the home isn't sold, she'll have a button turned into a rental. She also offers a no obligation guarantee. If she doesn't do her job at any point, you're free to get out of the contract. You know what to do. Pull out your phone, give Gina a call, 724-602-9752, or Google Gina G and Petro of Remax Select Realty and look up GinaWillSellYourHome.com. That's GinaWillSellYourHome.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That's right. Are you smarter than a plumber? Brought to you by Southside Plumbing and Heating with our guy, Southside Jake. Jake, you got the better of us last week. We're going to beat your ass this week. What do you got, buddy? Boys, how's it going today? I, I do have to come clean on something. I've been taking a lot of heat of, for a question last week, specifically that MLB minimum right in left field out of bounds, 325. Uh, so i got to come clean a little bit here. That is a rule. 2.01 MLB adopted in 1958, stays 325. However, there is a subsection. That allows legal footage to be under 325, but the border wall must be a height that combats the footage under 325. So, you know, I can't take credit for that win. There's a little bit of yeah, a... Yeah, long story short, there. you cheated. Yep. <laughs> no, you could, you guys could have said all both those answers, right? I guess so. You didn't, mm. you didn't even have one answer right. What do you got for us this week, Jake? <laughs> Boys, pit, pit basketball's red hot. Uh, all right. On an NTAA court from rim to center three-point line is... 22 feet, one and three quarter inches. The NBA is 23 feet, nine inches. Does the backboard or the ball vary in size from NBA to NCAA? No. No. Crowley? No? Okay, you guys got it. You got one. Boom. There we go. There we go. One and oh. Hoop stays Uh the same, uh baby. One and one. Uh, uh, Yep. There you go, boys. Threw your bone there. (laughs) Just kidding. You guys did great. Uh, NHL. Penguins play tonight. What is the maximum stick length for a heel for from heel to end of a shaft for an NHL player? Oh man. Um maximum. Maximum. Heel to end of stick. Oh man. Eleven three quarter inches. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's (laughs) No. Uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go thirty one inches. Oh, from heel. From heel, the bottom of the blade to the end of the end of the shaft, where you put your hand. Oh, from the bottom of the yes. blade. Oh, yes. Well, Zdeno Chara had a really long mm-hmm. one. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, 60, 64 inches. Man, you were close. Man, sixty-three inches is the legal limit. That's However, what I was going to say. Again, <laughs> again, there is an exception for players over six foot six inches. Cannot exceed 68 inches. The Dano Chara used a stick that varied between 65 and 67 inches long. Have you guys seen this Rangers guy that they called up who's been beating everybody yes. into a pulp? <laughs> yes. And he's kind of oh doing God. a tour de force around the league. He is six foot eight, is that he? guy he's that is. big. Wow. Yeah, big guy. Wow. All right, so we're, we're one and one. One and one here. One and one. Not bad. Not bad. All right, I'm having an NFL withdrawal. Help me with this withdrawal. Here's an NFL question. So, Doran, you got this. I know you do. So, we all know the length of the field between the goal lines is 100 yards. What's the width of the field between the out-of-bound lines? Isn't it 53 and a half? 
You know what? I'm going to give it to you. 53.3 yards. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to you. I'll give it to you. Two and one. You got anything else? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. All right. I'll throw this one at you. It's kind of a fun one, guys. And I think it's, it's been played out a little bit. I've heard it a couple times. But, you know, since I, since I thought of this question yesterday, I didn't hear it. Um, 12 years ago yesterday, an infamous quote was born in professional athlete by a professional athlete. The quote was, who do you think you are? I am. Who said it? Oh, that bowling guy. Yeah. Oh, I What's his no name? Idea. Who do you think you are? I am. Oh, man. Yep. What's it? It's one of the great bad trash talk moments of all time. Mm. I could not, I could never tell you his name. Oh, Becky. Becky? Is it Pete Weber? Pete Weber. So 30, yes. 37 time title Look winning professional PBA Association champion. Pete Weber. You got it, boys. You guys did a hell of a job. Let's today. go. There we go. Southside Plumbing and Heating. Thank you, Jake. We'll do it again next week. All right, buddy. Talk to you then. Thanks, Jake. I always yeah. sweat during that segment. I sweat the yeah, whole time. Yeah, and you rock back and forth because you're like thinking. And are you, you're pretty good at trivia, though. I don't know. I don't know. His questions are very specific. Yes. Pete Weber, though. It's a hell of a pool by you. Yeah, it's one of the best names in bowling. Best I saw the clip look, a couple you times. You look like a bowler. Can you bowl? I got like a one thirty-six average, one thirty-seven average. I do bowl. <laughs> you guys know my bowling thing. Last two times I went bowling, I got a call that one of my grandparents died. Right. So I'm never bowling again. Yeah, I'm not bowling with you. Because I only got I got one grandma left, and I don't know if it's only grandparents. Could be anybody I know that keels over when I get out there bowling. Not messing with it. Yep, you don't mess with the Cosmos, Dorn. That's what I've always learned. Mm-hmm. That's what I've always said. Mm-hmm. Coming up next, Jeff Hathorne said that he doesn't think the Penguins are going to trade Jake Gensel. Okay, I have an idea how that can be. I have a creative idea for Kyle Dubas. That's what I'll say. Okay. I brought it up before, but it bears mentioning again. We'll do that coming up next. Brad Spielberger at 8 o'clock. Right now, it's a Beck D fan headline. Pete Weber. Pirates baseball on 100.1 FM and AM 1020 KDKA today at 1 o'clock. Pitt basketball tonight right here on the fan at 7. You can also hear it on your Odyssey app. Pre-game coverage begins at 6.30 against Clemson. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis to Monroeville. Now open. For more, go to 937thefan.com. Wait a second. Becky just said off the air he got a, a shirt in 2014 that's size small. He said he'd need a different size now. Yeah, I don't fit into a small. What do you wear now? A large. I you, like my clothes were, a little bit bigger, though. You wear a large shirt? Yeah, I could wear a medium shirt. I wear mediums. My man's got to be wearing smalls. He's smaller than you. He's thinner than me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If I wear mediums and he's going large, something happened. Yeah, there. but I'm, and I taller than you? How uh, tall are you? Five nine. I'm five ten. Mm-hmm. Mm, he's a... taller. He's thinner. He wears baggier clothes. Maybe it's a maybe it's a youth thing. Yeah. Man. Large. Fifty minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Route 19 in Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Brad Spielberger from PFF going to join us in about 10 minutes. So Hathorne said he would bet his house because you said if you had to bet your house one way or the other on Gensel being moved or not, how would you bet it? He said, I guess I would bet my house on the Penguins keeping Jake Gensel. I would not do that. We've been over this a million times. I would not keep Jake Gensel. But, Doran, if they want to keep Jake Gensel, I, I don't understand why they wouldn't just trade him and then bring him back. Do the Carlos Santana thing. Carlos Santana, just the other day, he was interviewed. And he said, yeah, I'm a little surprised mm-hmm. the Pirates didn't want me back. I had to come back. 
Jake Gensel, trade him. Get the haul. Jake, you want to play with Crosby for the next seven, eight years? Okay, we're going to trade you. We're going to make the team better. You're going to come back and sign the deal. Why wouldn't you do that? What if he doesn't want to come back? Be creative. Well, then you trade him. But he wants to be here. What do you mean? Well, if he wants to be here, why would you, and, and you trade me, and then you want me back, it's like, no, I moved on. It's for the greater good, Jake Gensel. You tell Jake, listen, we want you back. We also want a first-round pick and another player. So we're going to move you. Again, we want you back. We'll even put it in writing. We'll take you back. I don't know if that's if you're even allowed to do that, but you get the point. Jake, we'll take you back. Just a couple months, you go, you chase the Stanley Cup with Edmonton or Carolina or fill team in here. If you really want to come back, we'll take you back. We'll sign you to the contract then. It's creative. It makes sense if you want to keep Jake. Again, I don't want to keep Jake. I want the cap space. I want the return. But if they want him, like Jeff says, to be around and to sign that mega deal, trade him, bring him back. If I'm not good for you now, I'm not good for you. Oh, now. but it's I not mean, about that. It would be as a from a player's perspective. I don't think so. He's a reasonable man. Is he? I think so. If someone told me that, Crowley, we're gonna put you, we're gonna send you on loan to WEEI in Boston. Keep you in the family. You go there. They need a fill-in host for two months. Maybe they want to give me a contract. I don't care. I grew up here. I love Pittsburgh. I'm coming back. It's not because the fan in Pittsburgh doesn't want me. This is a terrible analogy. But you get what I'm saying. You just you make a handshake agreement with, with Jake Gensel. We'll trade you. We'll take you back. It's not because we don't want you. It's because we want you and the picks. This is called having your cake and eating well, it, too. Okay, Dorn. so, yeah, you want me and the picks, but the picks and, and the things that you're going to get back is Trump's me. So, obviously, I'm not the first option here. No, you would just say, hey, Jake, we're not going to make the playoffs this year, so we don't need you this year. We need you in the long term. Just come on back. I think he'd be amenable to that. I don't know. I don't know that it's something that Kyle Dubas would float out there, but that's exactly what happened with Carlos Santana. Carlos Santana didn't take it personally. He just knew, hey, we're not going to make the playoffs. And look. That's the that's the Pirates' fault. Well, I mean, what, what, the Penguins could do the same thing. But I don't think there was ever a handshake agreement, hey, Carlos, we'll trade you, and then we're going to have you back. I think they just traded him, and then he said he'd come back. And they didn't want him. But in this instance, the Penguins would want him. I don't think you, I don't think his feelings would be hurt. And you would tell him, you got, we don't have a chance to win the Cup this year, and you have a chance to win it elsewhere. The risk is you go and you have a pronounced run, a prolonged run is the word I was looking for, with Carolina, with the Oilers, whomever, and then you have so much fun there that you don't want to come back. But that's a risk I'd be willing to take. You would be willing to take that. Yeah. When I turn the microphones on, I try to put myself in the position of the player. I try to put myself in the position of the organization, and you have to weigh all the options. If you really want to keep him, but you know you're not going to do anything this year, I think this is a pretty good way to split the baby. Which, by the way, is the worst term Split of all time. Baby. You ever heard that one? I have, actually. And I haven't heard it in a long time, but that doesn't even sound right. It is right. I just don't know why. It doesn't sound right like somebody would make that up. Yeah, I don't know why that's a saying. To resolve a dispute in a way that is disadvantageous to both parties. Cut the baby in half. Saw yeah. the baby in half. That is more. That is terrible. And skin a cat, too. That's also gross. Terrible. What are we doing with turns of phrase back in the day? Mm-hmm. Coming up next, Brad Spielberger of Pro Football Focus. Steelers pick 20th overall in the NFL draft. Scouting combine this week. Where does he think the Steelers should go with that first pick? 
What does he think the Steelers should do in free agency? We'll get to that and more with Brad Spielberger next. Fan weather, though, brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. High today of 50, low 46. Partly cloudy skies throughout the day, 60% chance of rain. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 